Well, hello, teachers, and welcome to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. This is the first episode of 2021. Doesn't that feel good to say? Yes. 2021, like finally. Oh my goodness. It's time to move past 2020. You know, it's the fresh start of January, you know, where we start to do something different, something new, something to propel ourselves into a brand new year together. Um, And we love talking about batch lesson planning and we feel like batch lesson planning is going to be the way to protect your peace, your sanity, you know, feel calm and refreshed all throughout the end of this school year. So that's what we're going to be talking about pretty much all this month of January. Yes. I love it. It's one of my favorite topics. I know we always talk about how much we love talking about writing, but batch planning is up there for me because of that sense of like organization and calmness you described after it. Like, I just love the feeling of being so on top of everything. Yeah. And so that's what we want to do for you. Moving into 2021, starting the new year on the right foot. um, We have all kinds of of exciting things coming up. So this whole month on the podcast, we're going to be talking about batch planning. Today's really simple. We're going to give you some like quick, small steps to take forward. So we can actually start moving forward towards progress in batch lesson planning, right? We are all about progress over perfection, trusting the process, just doing it. Um, But then we also have an, an intensive two day live online event that we're doing. We're so excited. We've never done anything like this before. We no, are I can't very excited. <laughs> um, so that's coming up on February 6th and 7th. We'll have more details to come um, on our website and on Instagram and things like that about that two day batch planning live event. And really our goal for that event is for you to walk away planned. Like you have your plans planned through the end of 2021. And I mean, what a huge weight that would be, right? Lift off of our shoulders. For sure. And we want to make it fun, right? Like lesson planning doesn't have to be this thing you dread. So we want you to feel that excitement that we feel for batch planning. (laughs) Save the date. (laughs) February 6th and 7th. There we go. All right. So are we ready to dive into our first tip about batch planning? Yes. Okay. Let's dive into it. Today, we're going to be talking all about like setting up your space when it's actually time to batch plan. So let's say you've committed to batch planning, right? You've picked a date on the calendar. You're going to do it. Well, what does that look like, right? What's our tip for making that happen, right? So it's all about the space you set up. So I think this is so, so important, especially this year when so many of us are working from home, right? And it's like distractions are on overdrive, My husband is working downstairs. My kids are running around. Like it's craziness. But if you want to be able to batch plan effectively, you need to find a quiet space. And I know that can be a challenge, right? Especially when there's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Yeah. I'm as we record this, I'm sitting in my kid's bedroom, right? And I'm like, please don't come in and bother me today. Like I need to. I'm at our kitchen counter and I'm yelling at my husband in the corner to go away and stop making noise. Right. So I mean, it is life right now in 2020, but 2021 will be better. Yeah. So you want to find a quiet space, whether that's in your home, your classroom, if your local library is open, whatever it is, just Find that space to sit down and carve out time to focus only on batch planning. Yes. So you picked a date. That's the first step. Pick a date, pick a place. And now we're going to really like focus in on the time that we're going to be spending. And we suggest, you know, let's start with 
four or five hours and see how much you can get planned within that time. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months. Set a goal for yourself and a time frame for yourself. Because a lot of the times, I don't know about you, Jessica, but when I have a tight time frame to get something done, I am so much more efficient with my time. So if I know that my end goal is two months, I only have five hours, I am going to stay zoned in and focused on the task at hand. I think that's so true. And I think it's also really important to not just have, okay, my two month goal, but to be laser focused in like, am I planning my novel units? Am I planning my writing assignments? Like, what am I going to start with and have a game plan? Because if I sit down to batch plan and I'm like, all right, where do I begin? (laughs) Well, then I'm just wasting time, right? I want to be ready to go the second I start. Yeah. I think that's really helpful. And I want to interject. This is not on our list of things that we're going to talk about right now. But I think that's so important is one of the things that I do when I batch lesson plan, pick those four or five hours, but pick a specific part of ELA that you want to start with. And I start with vocabulary because that's the easiest one for me to lay into my calendar. And then I'll go to writing and then I'll go to reading. So maybe you're setting aside those four or five hours for, and you want to do a month of planning and your focus is to get all of your vocabulary and grammar planned or all of your writing plan, like, or all of the aspects of ELA plan, whatever your goal is, have a very clear set goal for yourself for those specific hours of time that you are setting aside to batch lesson plan. And even if you're taking a vacation day, right, to do this or a weekend day, I know that's hard, give up a Saturday, but it comes back to you a hundredfold in the reward that you reap as a result of those four or five hours of hard work one weekend day. Love it. Yes. And it's so funny that you said you'd start with vocabulary. I probably wouldn't. I would do my novels or my short stories. So (laughs) it doesn't really matter what you choose. It's just taking action, right? Yes. Okay. So you have your day planned to do this. You've set aside your time. So now you need the actual space, right? Clear off your table. If it's your kitchen table or whatever, have your computer with you, have your plan book or your calendar with you your ELA textbook, your vocabulary book, your grammar book, whatever you need from class, class novels, short stories, all that stuff. Cause you want to have it front and center and you're not scrambling to say, Oh, I need that one text. I left it in my classroom. Mm -hmm. Right. So have it all ready to go in front of you, have your highlighters, your colored pens. If you have your favorite flare pens, whatever it is to make it exciting to work on this have all your materials ready to go. Yeah. Have them prepped beforehand in a backpack or in the space that you're going to go work in on Saturday, put that all together on Friday morning or Friday evening. So that when you get up Saturday morning, you have your four or five hours, you are ready to dive right in. And I think it's actually really important. The big clear space, like maybe you're Mm -hmm. even sitting on the ground, you know, I can't work on the ground, but I know a lot of people do just to be able to spread your content out in front of you physically makes a huge difference when you're sifting through and sorting everything and starting to think about how does everything kind of work together as you're batch planning. This next one, uh, next tip is to put on a candle or play some nice music. When we've been writing our book, we've actually been listening to, um, some soundtrack from the movie gladiator. Well, Caitlin has. I uh, oh, you didn't do it? I did Christmas carols. Oh, that would have been so distracting for me. I need they were no instrumentals. Oh, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> but I probably would have been singing the songs in my head. Anyways. Totally. So if you can find something like that, that's that like ambient noise in the background that just gets you in the zone, right? That candle, mm -hmm. a smell or something like that, that is motivating to you. That's going to keep you working through when it, it is going to get maybe a little bit challenging for some of us to sit down for four or five hours and stay focused on the task at hand. But I think it's so important to have that candle background music. Also want to have snacks and a yes. drink beverage of choice with you. Soda, Coke, anybody? Coke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. You need the caffeine. I think that's really important actually. Very snack. like prep ahead because if you, of course you're going to need breaks, but if you are constantly like, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go into the kitchen. Well then, Oh, you that's see the laundry, you're addicted, right? Yeah. So yes. So have your go-to snack. I think I would have like goldfish crackers with me and probably candy. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what's your favorite candy? What are, what candy corn? Yes. Candy corn. Do they have any like holiday Christmas themed candy corn for you? They do. It's not good. But I will <laughs> um, so I, set something up for yourself where you're excited to right. go to that space and get that work done. And I think it's also a good point. What you were saying about the music, it's a signal to yourself that like the next time you batch plan and you put that same music on that, okay, I'm back in the zone. I'm ready to work. So I think yeah. that's just a really good little trigger. Totally. Um, so make it fun, make it enjoyable to set yourself up for planning. Next, and I think this one is obvious, but I am so guilty of it. <laughs> and it's to turn off your phone or move it away. Like don't have it anywhere near you because I hear little pings all the time, right? From Facebook or from our company chat. And I'm just like so distracted and I immediately check it. And then I'm out of work mode. Mm -hmm. so I know we hear that all the time, but like really make a conscious effort to ease the distractions, put the phone away. Yeah. Put it on silent. I even turn off the notifications on my computer that come through mm -hmm. my computer from my phone. So I don't get text messages yeah. on my computer, which distracts me as well. Too much. Yeah. You got to stay laser focused. Um, and the most important step, and I know this is Jessica's favorite thing, is. Is <laughs> that you want to pick something to reward yourself with at the end. So you have something to look forward to. I always did this with grading. I actually never did it with batch lesson planning, but I know that reward is so helpful for a lot of people. Um, so that might be something as simple as, you know, if, if the, what are the nail salons open, you can maybe go get a pedicure or maybe you can go shopping and buy something special for yourself, but something that you are working toward that you're like, yeah, once I get this done, I can go do that for myself. Mine was always like takeout from my favorite restaurant because mm. I didn't want to cook after spending all day planning. So I would just like, no, okay, I'm ordering in and having my favorite meal. I love that. I think that's exactly what I would pick too. Yeah. I live for food. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. So those, that's really our, our big message today is setting up the physical space for when you batch plan, because taking the time to be intentional about that is going to make batch planning itself so much easier when yes. you actually sit down to do it. So just be prepared. Isn't that the Boy Scout motto? I think. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I have no My son is like a Cub Scout. I think that's it. <laughs> and um, so just be prepared and set yourself up for success. Yeah. And I love this episode, you know, cause we're going to do, like we said, all of January is going to be about batch lesson planning as we move into our live event in February, the 6th and the 7th. And so we want to give you actual steps, strategies, things that you can do right now to start making progress. And so if batch lesson planning, you're like, I've been wanting to do it. It's overwhelming to me. 
This is so simple. These are such simple steps that you can start doing today or this week before you tune in next Tuesday and listen to next week's episode when we get into kind of those nitty gritty aspects of batch lesson planning. Here we're setting ourselves up so that we can actually do what we're going to talk about next week on the podcast. So make sure that you join us next week. And with that being said, We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're doing today. Hope you're enjoying some of 2021. <laughs> yes. Happy new year to all of you. Yes. Happy new year. I love it. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week on the podcast where we will go further into talking about batch lesson planning, our next steps forward.